0: Riverside. Hello, and welcome to the sad fan where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad from the previous week. Uh, Wes just pointed out that I probably need a mic hanger. At some point in time, so I can just bring it right to my face. Yeah. Regret that Let's hand gesture. Get ready to rumble. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I've made a mistake, stop with the hand, and the hand just kept going, and I was like, I just leave it in. It's fine. What I'll do look at my
1: hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is fitting because the only NASCAR that we'll probably ever talk about on here will be Ricky Bobby references. Uh cause if you're not first. You're last. And uh before we get into what made us sad as always this week, I guess North Carolina decided if we can't be first, we're gonna be last. And they were like, we're not gonna enter anything.
2: What sore losers, man. Just so pathetic. I uh,
0: I think they've already been a team before that's made it to the championship West and then gotten to the NIT and they were just like not the not today, Satan. We're not going to be the team that did it twice. What do you think?
1: I think they're just crybabies. I mean, yeah. You're you're number one before the season, and then you just suck ass. And <laughs> you're like, well, fine. If we can't go, then screw it. We're not doing anything. Yeah.
2: I mean, you know, Oregon's gone to the NIT so many times, uh-huh. it really does feel like the loser's bracket. But loser's it's bracket. still... It's still a fun competition, and it's still with, like, pretty darn good teams that yeah. maybe were just stuck in tough conferences, I mean, things like that. But And, I mean, no one follows it that closely, but it's still – give your players the off season that they deserve – sorry, the postseason that they deserve, you know? Don't just I feel bow like it's, out because it's uh, not good enough for a blue chip <laughs> team like North Carolina. Like, please.
1: I feel like it's equivalent to playing in the Sun Bowl. <laughs>
0: But here's the thing. So, so or like my
1: the, the Idaho potato bowl.
0: Hey, you might get the best french fries you've ever had at the Idaho potato bowl, so let's not hate Yeah. Uh, now, now Chelsea made a funny point about, uh, or maybe it was Wes, but while Chelsea was talking, was Wes trying to say you think the kids are in on the decision to not play in the NIT? I think it was. I, I think
1: they. I think the coach said that they left it up to the kids.
0: So here's here's my thing with college coaches. They're influencing them. They don't want to go. They want to get oh, started yeah. on recruiting. They want to get started on their off season. Go ahead, Chelsea.
2: Well, that and it's also like you know, poor uh, coaching, poor parenting. Like, yeah, the, like why let your kids be sore losers instead of them appreciating the season they did have? And yeah, it was beneath their expectations. It wasn't what they wanted for their program. But not every team can win the Super Bowl. Not every team can win the NCAA championship. Sometimes you just have an off year, and you know, they did get invited to a postseason play of like uh, tournament. tournament. There we go. It's okay. (laughs) But but to just decline it out of like spite and anger, that's not teaching these kids good life lessons. You know, like sometimes you just got to make the best of what you got.
0: So, you guys are going, you you guys are all in on like emotions. I'm so superficial right now. Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing with these postseason bowl games that Wes is making fun of and, and, and these alternate tournaments. Um, one, like I said, the coach is heavily influenced. It was, it's never just left up to the kids in college. So just knock that shit off right now. It's, it's never just up to the kids. It's never just the kid's decision. The coaches are are heavily influencing behind the scene for what they want. They're the ones that get all the money. They're the ones that control everything. There's a reason why a college coach is a college coach. There's a reason why Nick Saban couldn't make it in the uh, NFL. There's a reason why Fred Hoiberg is going to come back to college eventually. Or he might already be back. I don't know. I don't care about Fred Hoiberg.
1: But I don't even know who that
0: is.
2: Who that
0: is. <laughs> he's former coach of Iowa State. Went yeah, former coach of Iowa State <laughs> went up to the NBA uh, and didn't do well at all so what I was going to say is uh when these kids go to these tournaments one they don't have to pay for their experience the school and the tournament does all right the television contracts make more money as well which means the school makes more money then you can utilize that money to benefit the players but lastly even at the you, the Gildan New Mexico Bowl West, do you remember the Gildan New Mexico Bowl yeah. when we were stationed yeah, there? So here's the thing with that. Guess what? The players get a swag bag whenever they go to a bowl game or a new tournament, and it yeah, gets left in get their hotel room for them. Exactly. Swag. Yep. Because I was, and I didn't know what kind of swag it would be for. Because I'm thinking, like, what are they going to get from New Mexico Gildan Bowl? Some underwear, bowl. Gildan Bowl. Some underwear, maybe a couple undershirts from Gildan. You know, I think everyone not, got
1: like $200 gift, like Best Buy gift card or some shit.
0: They would get huge gift cards. Yeah, like it was $500 one year. $500 gift cards the Best Buy. And if you think about it, if you show up at Best Buy on the right day, that's almost an entire PlayStation 5. All right? Uh, you got to get there before everyone steals them. But uh, <laughs> you, you show up on the right day, that's almost an entire PlayStation 5. They, they would get passes to eat at the mall. They would get like all kinds of cool swag, backpacks. Like, and some of the yeah. backpacks are actually pretty dope. Like, yeah. and especially if you're an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid, that backpack is awesome. You're going to rock that backpack the whole next year if you're not going to the oh, yeah. So, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely, in my opinion. Sad for the moniker of the show, but also incredibly selfish. Incredibly selfish by the coaches because you know they just want to get into recruiting. They, ju- they don't want to go to the NIT. They want to go recruit their high school players. They want to go set up for next season. They want to plan. And it really screws over the kids, kind of like Chelsea was saying. Um, so, yeah, no, it's – anytime they get a go-to an experience – like, think about all those kids that get to go to the Bahama Bowl. Oh, that's, yeah, Bahama That's amazing. Awesome.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Like, go to the Bahamas, and for a lot of those kids, that's, like, their first time, like, outside of, like, Out the country. country. Yeah. yeah.
2: I love that it's sponsored by a lawn mowing company. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, hurts, I mean you know, so the Hawaii bowl. Like, think about that. Like, all these kids get these these trips that they may may never get to go on because I mean I'm just gonna be a little morbid right now. Some of these kids don't do anything after college, they're just there to play sport. And I mean, we hope that they all do. We hope that they all do, but this is their this is their one experience in life, and you're taking it from them. And you're gonna say, "Oh, it was the player's decision?" Stop it! Stop falling back on your players. The players don't want this. But just like back for years, they were like, "The players don't want to get paid. The players don't want to get paid." You're an idiot. You're an... of course the players want to get. You just want to keep all the money, keep Saban. Money. Yeah, yeah. You just want to yeah. keep thirteen million dollars a year. Do you... Saban? You're almost eighty years old. Do you need thirteen million dollars a year? What are you doing? You eat soup. Um... <laughs> But I was ageist. So I apologize to everyone that doesn't eat soup. That's his age, uh, but you probably all do. Um, I plan on eating soup. I don't see the issue. Let's move to what made us sad. Uh, Wes, what has you sad this year? Um, this year, Kraken. Well, this week, everything
1: makes me sad this year. Uh, <laughs> Kraken. Ever since last episode, Kraken have lost three games in a row. So. Um, we're we're still in the wild card but we're kind of on the cusp so here's hoping we get it together before uh i mean we were we were one point behind vegas and now we're nine points so
2: that's rough that is a sharp slide
1: yeah i mean especially when here yeah because you can't you can't screw up chances when you're near the top of the division otherwise yeah i mean especially the western conference it's all like pretty bunched up
0: how did Las and Vegas like
1: basketball we don't have like 50 seeds that get into the postseason
0: yeah very true how did Las Vegas become a powerhouse and like how long have they been in the NHL five years now six years now three years huh? three, three years? four That's years four years that. it's, it's four no years. I think
2: my brother's going through COVID time like work because it's definitely more than that it's I crazy. always
0: it's like... skip COVID year I finally bought new shoes from the shoes I bought just before COVID like, and I kept saying, oh, these shoes are only like a year old. Why are these? these are shitty shoes. Why are they so worn out? It's because I, like, I completely negate that COVID year ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just subtract a year. So what are we looking at, Wes? Four, four years, five years, six years?
1: Uh, their inaugural season, 2017
0: yes. to 2018. Yeah. I was right. It's six years. Six years. You jerk. You jerk. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but is it weird that they are a powerhouse right now? Because I believe almost all I, I six think years it's they made COVID, the playoffs. Right? Co- well, I mean, the first
1: year they almost won. Yeah, yeah. they were made it to the Stanley Cup. For yeah, I think they made it all six years.
0: I mean, it's funny yeah. because I think all franchises now. They they as we get to this later in the show with Deshaun Watson uh, and the Browns altering what all teams see as a fair contract, and now the. Uh, Golden Knights have altered all fans expectations of what a franchise team should be able to do. So now all the Seattle Kraken fans are like we need to go to the Stanley Cup today otherwise it's a failure. It's like we just started playing <laughs> we <do>. last year. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: So Stanley Cup or bust. Shut up.
0: I mean now we, we start to see why fan stands for fanatic or fan is short for fanatic, right? Because the expectations are just ridiculous. Oh. Vegas
1: missed the playoffs last year for the first time.
0: For the first time. Okay, so five out of six years in existence, they've been in the playoffs. They're 100% going to the playoffs this year. So it's just, I don't know, man. I think they're a blue blood. Does that count as a blue blood?
2: They're burgeoning, burgeoning. I
1: didn't realize we're talking about college basketball here.
0: Uh, well, Well, I mean, why can't we combine everything? That'd be a super sport. Could you imagine them trying to take off their hockey uh, skates and then put on basketball shoes as they run to the next? That's a crazy triathlon right there. I want to see basketball on ice skates. I do not. I do not want to see that because I feel like that's a lot of slipperulous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you forget that there's everyone just wears like goalie pads? (laughs) Everyone just wears
1: goalie pads
0: instead of having. uh, Instead of Paul George's like, what is it, compound fracture, you have like, time out in the game, What about, we have a skate sticking out of a neck. We have a, LeBron James oh up too high and a skate is stuck in a neck. Like, let's not do that. I don't know. They'd be what about, playing on red ice. What about
1: soccer on ice skates and you can still slide tackle?
0: Can you imagine someone trying a bicycle kick on, on skates and you just come down on our rock hard surface? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> what would that
2: be? This amazing? is the dumbest Or come down on can. someone's face?
0: <laughs> Wes is like, we're on here, like, fighting against concussions in the NFL. And Wes is like, what sports can we have more concussions in? Where can we have gladiators? More blood. blood. Wes is over here like, can you match MMA on ice? This
2: is almost as bad as my husband's obsession with every sport being on a unicycle.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: okay. What if it's football, but the quarterback has to throw from sitting on a unicycle? On its-
1: what if it's unicycling on ice skates?
0: <laughs> Unicy- it
2: doesn't work. You gotta put it all. It doesn't work.
0: That'd be weird, yeah. I'm trying to think about how that would look. Like, how do you... Well, know, you can make the
1: a- unicycle like a big okay. ice skate blade. <laughs>
2: we are
0: so far off topic but you gotta make it like but you can't have it be a wheel right no but you can't have it be a wheel right it's gotta be different so it makes the noise because if it's all one wheel it's not gonna make the noise it's not gonna go so you gotta have all different ice skates on the wheel yeah so it goes so you can hear it sound effects otherwise we're totally off uh it's weird to transition from the kraken to unicycle hockey to uh, sean kemp and being accused of a drive-by so let's just go into what made chelsea sad
2: well, I mean, I was going to talk about something completely different. I was going to talk about baseball,
0: but we okay. talk about
2: baseball on ice. Or we could talk about because...
0: <laughs> could you imagine the stolen bases on baseball on ice right though, Like, if we just stop... Oh, my God. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> sliding. Okay. Yeah, sliding leg
0: first. <laughs> and then you, you'd intentionally try to slide, but not into their leg. Sorry, Chelsea, we'll give you back your time. But like it, you, you slide so that the ice shavings hit the person that's trying to catch the ball's eyes, right? So they can't catch the ball.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: All right, Chelsea, Sorry. That's
1: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Baseball so, classic meets now. She's classic. only
0: thinking about sliding into somebody's eyes. See now. That-
2: <laughs> Guys are such dorks.
0: They honestly don't even know. <laughs> it's the snow in the eyes, I'm telling you, that's what got you. Now you can only think about like someone stealing a base. Out. <laughs> <laughs> or not cutting it out. Someone goes to catch the ball and it's the ball and hits them in the base because <laughs> ice slid snow into their eyes. Like I like, Chelsea, you came up with the best one. This is your ball. Baseball and ice actually could work. And it could be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the pitcher trying to throw 100 miles per hour? And they would just but, like sliding towards the base though? The ball has, the has to be a puck.
1: The ball has to still be a. Pie. Okay,
0: now you've gone too far. I like the idea of <laughs> yeah. baseball, but now you've got – because I'm thinking now – because think about how much momentum a pitcher does coming off the mound, and I'm thinking it'd be so funny because after they threw the ball because of all that momentum, they just keep slowly sliding forward. <laughs> they threw the ball like, They'd just be sliding after they threw the ball. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That would be fantastic. All right, Chelsea. So, World Baseball Classic, and what made you sad?
2: The World Baseball Classic is going on. And if you don't know, this is uh, basically the World Cup of Baseball. And usually this is not newsworthy. Like We'll we'll just throw it out there that way um, for various reasons. Uh, mostly. Yeah, no one cares.
1: We have spring training going on.
2: Well, a little bit of A and a little bit of the fact that globally baseball hasn't really caught on. It's not really a major sport in a lot of areas with the exception obviously of latin america caribbean and japan so to see some uh, some actual other countries starting to show some real actual ability to kick us in america's game uh it's really it's really interesting and it's really cool to see but it also kind of stays a little
0: was that a euphemism for balls to kick us in america's game is what you said and i'm like is that a euphemism for <laughs> no. kick us in the balls? Kick us right <laughs> in America's game. I didn't
2: intend for that, but it does work. It does. Work. Okay. Um I'll take it. We'll okay. that was my, so my great like... idea. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, the the United States lost to Mexico eleven to five. Okay. It's very uh embarrassing. Who's I'll just Who's put that on ways. the US
1: team. Is it like what does it consist of?
2: Well, so professionals are allowed to play, um, and this is the first year that Cuban players are allowed to, Cuban MLB players are allowed to actually play for Cuba. Um, And that is kind of a whole sensitive issue because not many Cuban players have actually elected to play for Cuba. Um, But there have been some other brilliant moments as well. Puerto Rico, which why they're playing is their own country. I mean, maybe we should just make them their own country. I don't know. But uh, they, a did have a perfect, they did have a perfect, that too, either option. I'll leave it up to the people that live there because that is <laughs> determinism at its finest. Um, but Mexico <laughs> had a perfect game against Israel. They, they beat them 10-0. to 0. It was the World Baseball Classics' first ever perfect game. And it sounds like it was a lot of fun. The game was over in uh, Miami, Florida. I, I haven't... Kind of wish I could go to, like, these big, fun international events, you know, like, even just this one, even though it's minor compared to, like, World Cup or Olympics or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, this does set a really interesting stage for baseball, which is in the Olympics now, to see if maybe we kind of get knocked off of that top podium. No, no. We'll see.
0: We, we haven't been in the World Baseball Classic on that top podium in a while. I think we made a run a while back, but it's, it's right. typically been the Venezuelas, the Dominican Republics, mm-hmm. the Mexicos of the world. Uh, over the, I, I mean, it would be interesting to see if we could ever make it back up there. I just don't see it happening in a game where there's not a ton of national pride involved for the United States, if that makes sense. Um, yeah,
1: well, and I think a lot of it is the professional players are busy with spring training right now.
2: That too, and marketing, just simply marketing. Yeah. Because this is honestly the first time that I've heard of it, and I didn't know that it really existed until uh, a whole bunch of people started posting about it in my <laughs> college football Discord channels for some reason.
1: I've heard of it, just never paid attention.
0: Why do you look like you're on a, on a Tinder date when you said that? No, heard of it, but... Never paid attention. Like, you're bored with the conversation that's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your experience with Tinder dates? <laughs> I, I don't have experience. I've been married past the time of online dating. So. Good answer. <laughs> so, but, but it's just funny because it's like, y- you look like what I would film in a movie. Uh, like a Tinder date gone wrong where it's like, oh, I've heard of it, but just who cares? Oh, catty. <laughs> like, you don't know want to be here. You're like, yes, honey, call me and tell me there was an avalanche. Oh, what's that? I've got to go. There was an avalanche at my house in Seattle. I'm sorry. Just uh, be more interesting next time, and then you just leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what you're saying to the World Baseball Classic? West, be more interesting, World Baseball Classic, and maybe yeah. pay attention. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, it, I just, it does actually look like there's been some some really interesting matchups. Um, Korea totally kicked China's butt, twenty-two to two.
1: Okay. That sounds like
0: a really fun game to have been.
1: At. <laughs> yeah, sounds like yeah, a great I, result.
0: But, no, uh, seriously, oh, gosh, I want to go off on a tangent on that. Uh, but, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's, so so what may be sad this week is uh, some stuff that's just happening recently, and that's going to be Darren Waller getting moved for a third-round pick. And, again, gosh, I can't get off the Raiders, but the incompetence of this front office and uh, Josh McDaniel, did you know he traded Darren Waller just days after his wedding? Really? They're on their honeymoon. Yeah, Darren Waller found out on his honeymoon. Apparently, but or at square. least that's yeah, at least that's what his Instagram says. Is they found out he's going to New York. So, guess where his wife plays basketball? No. the Las Vegas Aces, that's oh. a club. my favorite WNBA oh, wow. player. Is actually, I didn't his realize wife. they were
2: married,
0: yeah, they just got married, yeah. so that's okay. Wow, um,
2: okay,
0: well, I didn't know who, they were. Guess who broke the news about their upcoming nuptials before they wanted it done? Josh McDaniels did. Josh McDaniels. Broke the news that they were getting married before they had announced that they were getting married, and then days after they get married, while they're on their honeymoon, Josh McDaniels trades Josh McDaniels is not just a terrible coach. What did they get for him? A third round pick. Yeah, so
2: basically not not anything really. That's terrible. Yeah, wow. This kind of reminds me of like a good tight end worth
1: at least a second round pick.
0: That's what they were offered last year. Go ahead. Why are they trying to get rid of Darren Waller? Uh, uh, there's, I think it's because he's a control freak, and I think it's because he, he and Josh McDaniel don't get along. I think this is going to go awfully. I think this is already off the rails. I think the Raiders are about to go probably six and eleven, seven and seven and ten again. That's optimistic. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> five and twelve. Right. Five and twelve. It's it, it looks bad. I mean, it looks awful right now. Uh, go ahead, Chelsea. As far,
2: as far as this kind of goes, this is. What Like, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, players being traded and players moving around and stuff. And it seems to me that there is just such a lack of, like, player agency sending him to New York without, you know, his input, obviously, since he was shocked by this on his honeymoon and not to, like, (laughs) say, you know... Like especially since he's got other considerations with his wife being a professional athlete as yeah. well. Like you know, sending him to like an LA team might not be as bad. Sending him to the Bay Area not as bad. Phoenix, Even Seattle, not as bad. yeah, even Seattle it's yeah. not
1: terrible. I'll cool. take him. Up.
2: Staying in the same time zone, you know, like would help a lot. But just like what we do, don't really do very often, I think is. And by we, I mean both the fans, but also more importantly, the owners don't consider players to be actual people, but just chess pieces they can move across the board. Like, these people have families that they have to uproot, move across the country on, like, a few days' notice, figure out everything once they get there, and establish themselves there, you know, should, like, be a part of the community, do, you know, the philanthropy that the team wants them to do, and do suddenly the philanthropy. be very
1: involved. I mean, well, you pay me millions you know. of dollars a year, I'll drop at the do- at the drop of a
0: dime. You know yeah. what? But you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Here's the no. thing. Like, once once you were at that level, you would grow an ego, too. You would want to live your own life. You would want to have vested interest on well, your decisions.
1: And
2: it gets, I'm sure it gets old. But once you have kids, it becomes a lot harder to just do this. And a lot of these guys do get married younger and kids and families and yeah you know they aren't all us just <laughs> older miserable childless bastards not
0: <laughs> yeah. miserable how dare you I, I can't I can be cranky uh but mostly what makes me cranky especially in regards to this situation is uh just to go off of what you're saying Chelsea is that so many fans tend to side with leadership and management here instead of holding them accountable or requesting accountability from them. And it's very interesting. The reason I get into these arguments is because nobody wants to request accountability. Just they want to hope. And I get it. We're taking their feel good by saying, no, demand accountability from the people running your teams. You would never, like, side with management at your workplace or leadership at your workplace or owners making more money. You think you deserve the money. So why is sports any different? I'll never understand that where we're like, like what Wes just said here's the thing, Wes, you, yeah, pay me a million dollars, I'll do whatever. Sure, until you look up and he's making billions of dollars, you're probably going to be like, hold on a second, this doesn't feel fair. I made a million off of something you made a that's, billion? That's that's a little stupid, right? And if more people would think like that, like this is honestly probably what gets me in trouble in real jobs, is I'm just like, I did, if you're going to be in charge, I'm going to demand some level of competence. That's just what a normal person should do. Okay, I respect... It's not a lack of respect to demand competence from those that have been appointed to. It's an expectation.
2: Yeah. It's an expectation that if you are making more money than me, that you have it together or that you are, you know, at least aware of your blind spots, but kind of like, you know, we were discussing this before the show. And my comment was that when you see weird things happen with contracts and fans get really weird about it too, it's because people just don't think about it as it's it's a class structure.
0: And they don't think the about NFL.
2: it. Yes, that too, but like you have and part of it is because athletes, you know, at these levels make millions of dollars at a time, which the average person just doesn't understand. And the average person also doesn't understand
0: Less <laughs> space.
2: <laughs> one million dollars is, just- is closer to zero. One million dollars is closer to zero dollars than it is to one billion dollars. And yeah. when we're talking with about billionaire owners, that is an obscene amount of money. And yes, a million dollars, $10 million, $135 million guaranteed is gross. It is a lot of money. And most of us will never see it. But yeah. there is still a power dynamic that comes from the owners with their billions of dollars having control over these players, not seeing them as people. And I think if most people thought more critically about what that classist structure is and how it's a microcosm of, yeah, the the 1%, if you will, but that there's still the same issues that you see as a, you know, frontline worker, you know, dealing with incompetent management as they do in the NFL. It's just uh, the pay scale is a little bit different, but people don't get it. They just yeah. Don't.
0: And in this case, it's, it's a coach with a tiny penis. Yeah. I said it that needs the control everything. And we've seen that since last year. I mean, honestly, like everybody can talk their talk about Derek Carr. But again, I, I sat through every single game for for years, for 16 years before Derek Carr. I went through every quarterback with Wes. Wes only recognized two names on all the <laughs> quarterbacks they've had since Rich Gannon and since the Super Bowl. All right. So say what you want. One, it's, he's had almost every season he played a new offensive coordinator. Almost every season he played, he had a new offensive coordinator. Uh, Head coach, he had Dennis Allen, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden. John Gruden and Mayock were dumpster fires. Derek Carr has never, never had a top 15 defense, ever. I don't think he's had a top 20 defense, to be frank. Uh, Even when Khalil Mack was there, never had that, right? So we come in here and we go, well, the quarterback's the problem. No, he's not. Your terrible leadership... Terrible organizational uh, organiza- organizational control by the owner. Uh, this is what's going on. Like, you have to demand some form of competence. And I get it. It takes time to get into a plan. But if you look down at a team that was in the playoffs two years ago just being per- precipitously worse, you have to go, okay, maybe this isn't the right plan. Okay, your direction, I understand you have one, I think. But it's not the right one for this team. You literally, they've cut out the whole team. Everybody's gone. Darren Waller yeah. was a Pro Bowl tight end. All they have now is Devontae Adams. They're already talking about trading Hunter Henry. Or not Hunter Henry, pardon me, Hunter Renfro. Sorry, I don't know why I named a tight end from New England. But they're already talking about getting rid of Hunter Renfro. And they still have no defense to speak of. They've made no moves on defense. And they're like, well, what about Epps that they signed from Philadelphia? Epps sucks. Stop it. Like, Don't throw a guy that sucks at me because he played on a Super <laughs> Bowl team. I don't give a shit. Yes, Super Bowl teams have shitty players, too. It doesn't matter. All right? So you're throwing eps at me, and they're like, well, he was six against the run. Where was he against the pass? Uh, Well, 62nd out of 64. Okay, then he sucks. Because there was no issue with stopping the run, idiots. There was no issue with that. The issue was teams would throw all over us. Oh, but we definitely changed the defensive coordinator, didn't we? Nope, Patrick Graham's still the defensive coordinator. So it's the same game scheme with the same players expecting something different. It's it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And then all all like I just said, and like Chelsea tried to point out, fans side with the ownership. Well, they know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. It's very clear. Stop telling me I don't understand. I understand. I've already said this before. I understand more than you do. You're just delusional because you're high on the drug hope. You can't that you can't keep so going angry. out there with the same scheme. And yeah, because it's I can't. Should stand this be, an be the angry fan instead? instead? No, don't. You already did that joke. All right, we did it <laughs> months ago. But we can't keep going. I have a crappy memory
1: though, so it works for me.
0: (laughs) So, so it's it's it's. I I made a comment the other day. The Raiders are essentially like right up there with the Jets and the Browns and the Lions. It's not a commitment to excellence. It's a commitment to suck. And it and I'm 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 you watch your mouth
1: about the Lions, okay? They almost made the playoffs, and they are trending up.
0: Yeah, it sounds like their 50 years of existence. They almost made the playoffs. With that being said. I do think it's time to get rid of Josh McDaniel. I think it's time to get rid of Ziegler. Like they, this is now their second offseason with no improvements. He's they're gonna March, be there forever. I mean I mean, Gruden was going to be. And it's it's weird to me because look at what a great job Mark Davis did with the Las Vegas Aces. Right? They won a championship. He brought in um obviously you got Asia Wilson, you got Kelsey Plum, you've got an amazing team out there. But he also brought in but he hires Becky Hammond to to coach a team that was in the playoffs, mm-hmm. a, a coach that has done great in the NBA. And instead of doing that here, he brings in Josh McDaniels, who was a failed head coach with the Broncos. And it was because of this, if you go back, it was because he the players didn't like playing for him. He was too controlling. He's young, and he's unproven. And you could be like, well, he won Super Bowls. I don't, mm, Bill Belichick won Super Bowls with Tom Brady. I, I have zero confidence in Josh McDaniels' abilities. Why you make that face? You're the one that's been saying that for... Are
1: you done ranting about the Raiders now? Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) But yes, Lamar
2: Jackson is also in contract negotiations, and, you know, the Ravens have tagged him as a non-exclusive franchise player, and it's... I mean, there's kind of different angles on the story. So, Brian, you were saying that, you know, he's he's just looking to get paid more guaranteed than Deshaun Watson and that that's kind of his main goal. But I, from my perspective, I haven't even, I haven't heard a word from his camp, but I do know that it is, it is a little bit controversial because the owners would like to not pay that much in guaranteed salary. Meanwhile, the players are looking to actually kind of change in general, the amount of salary that they get that is guaranteed because this is a brutal sport. It messes up your head literally, but also, you know, Mm. psychologically it messes up your body. Everyone gets injured. It's a meat grinder of a sport and there should be some protected amount that you actually do get in the bank if you put your body on line for this team. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of asking for or seems to not be accepting anything lower than a certain number, which may be Deshaun Watson's guaranteed number, which yeah. was a ridiculous contract, but it still is just – there's a lot of ickiness to me around some of the <laughs> conversations with Lamar Jackson because, again, just kind of like I was saying, but, I mean, you know, I'm just the weird – liberal socialist communist whatever you want to call me this week where i think people should absolutely get what they're owed from yeah. these from these huge like billionaire owners who own their bodies <clears throat> for years of their life and they uh, when they retire they are never physically or mentally the same ever again yeah. but you know it is what it is and he the other comment to make too is that even though he may have advisors, he may have lawyers, he may have, you know, people who he pays for to look out for him, I think he's really only accepting advice from his mom. <laughs> and maybe some friends. The Kawhi he Leonard doesn't an, <laughs> He doesn't have an agent. And he is gone into this whole contract negotiation process <clears throat>
1: independently.
0: I think three. that's kind of dumb. I, I mean, well, well, the job of an agent here would be to garner interest or gauge interest from other teams and get a number together that's reasonable. They don't want to say the word collusion uh, in the talks, but no, it but appears it, totally is. it appears that uh, owners are really putting pressure on the Ravens to re-stabilize a destabilized market because Jimmy Haslam, who's known for just making great decisions with the Browns, uh, overpaid Deshaun Watson by a significant amount a significant amount oh um, yeah and they'll lose forever for it yeah just a, a significant amount and yeah. that that altered the market he did not deshaun watson deserved nothing to be frank uh, but
1: yeah if you go jail, by,
0: but... yeah if you go by the actual pay scale and the way the nfl works if he was going to be the next quarterback to get a contract in theory the reason why we always see these weird contracts where carson wentz is the highest paid quarterback in the nfl then jared goff is the highest paid quarterback in the nfl then Derek Carr is the – the reason you see that is because that's an agent's job, right? Okay, well, this guy got this much. That's what the market's at. So this guy's done, you know, ABC. So they deserve to be at the top of the market. And that's how it works. Unfortunately, uh, Deshaun Watson shot significantly higher than even Patrick Mahomes, who's won two Super Bowls now, to be clear. Correct. He's been in the playoffs every year of his career, starting. Every starting – no, actually, every year of his career, even even when he wasn't starting. Lamar Jackson is within his rights, according to scale, to ask for that money. It's just not realistic. If I was Lamar, I'd want the money. But if I was Lamar, I'd also want to take a look at what teams that pay their quarterback the most amount of money outside of the Kansas City Chiefs have done, which is not win Super Bowls. Sorry, that's that's just the truth. They don't win Super Bowls. They don't win games. One, it's on the NFL to develop a collective bargaining agreement that's more par- player-friendly, more guaranteed money-friendly, raise the salary cap. Let these billionaire owners go bankrupt trying to beat each other. I'm fine with that, trying to pay as much money as possible for these players. Um, I mean, it happened in Spain, right, with I mean, the, uh, with, with uh, European football. So yeah. let them go bankrupt. Let them make bad decisions. Let their egos take control. Um, and I don't care if fans don't like it. Stop siding with ownership. Go ahead, Wes. Wes.
1: Well, I was going to say, uh, I think the NFL has, like, the least amount of, like, guaranteed money, like, average, yeah. like, percentage-wise per contract of, like, of all the American major sports. And it's, it's kind of silly because it is the most, like, grueling of all of them.
0: Yeah, and that's why, though. If you consider that's why the owners won't move because they're like, Well, I can't pay you for unavailability, and NFL is the sport where they're most likely to be unavailable. It's, uh, I, get, I think it's basketball now, but whatever. Gosh, and here's the thing I'm not gonna have time to get to this again today, uh, because I want to get into the NCAA tournament. But uh, John ja Morant is getting help, good for him. Good for All him right, it. Looks like, yeah, it looks like it's not just team mandated anymore. It looks like he's gone. I, I was just recent, recently reading an article that he has taken upon himself. To go get help in, uh, I believe, Atlanta area or the the Georgia area, somewhere like that. So, yeah, yeah it's no longer team mandated. Good. Now he's going and getting help himself. Uh, so, it's good. I, I, he's like I said, he's my favorite player to watch right now. And I'm a Warriors fan. That means they got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson still getting it done. And he's still the most, I would pay money to go see John Moran dunk a basketball right now. So, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy he's getting help.
1: You're rich and successful. You don't need to. Walking around with a gun
0: and sometimes showing you it cut off at people out of your life, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just need to cut people out of your life. Um if only Sean Kemp had learned that earlier in life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean
1: Sean Kemp was justified, but at the same time, like what are you doing?
0: He's done a lot though. Go look at that his go look at that Wikipedia. Piece. Oh yeah, he's got, he's a, rap he's got a rap sheet. He's got a rap sheet. He's yeah. the, that was the joke. There it was it was more not not necessarily about what happened here, but since he's in the news again, uh, I feel bad because like we all discussed, there was some coded language there. But I had to get my shot, and like he's he's not an angel, everyone. Not no. not an angel, but he did make no. a mistake, and perhaps the reporter should use different language. Uh, and bro, I, you know
2: my story with Sean Kemp. Like Sean Kemp has personally harassed me. <laughs> it is bar in Seattle that he owned. <laughs> it's like the stupidest story but if you rassed me there and I like actually had beef with fucking,
0: with Sean Kemp. <laughs> now NCAA tournament let's talk about the NCAA tournament March I was already March. uh bemoaning that UCLA should not be a two seed after being in the top no. 10 all season yeah. absolutely not
1: they got demoted yeah. to a two seed because they lost to Arizona in the championship but Houston did the same thing and they're still a one seed and let's be honest Houston is like the new Gonzaga this year. They're gonna they're gonna lose like Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. They're not gonna make the final four, I guarantee you. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I have them kicked out early in my bracket because I hate Mattress Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to lose his 75 million dollar bet.
1: I mean, do you just hate him because he's an Astros fan? No. We've,
0: We've also, also got, got like, well so we, that's like, that's not the only controversy. We've got Alabama. Who allows their fans to walk in, saying "killing our way through the SEC"? After a young lady was murdered by one of their players, Uh, their best player, probably what's looking like he's going to be a top ten lottery pick, uh, was involved in that shooting. <coughs> Brandon, I'm not going to let you get away with like not being involved. I'm going to bring attention to it all the time Uh, because you probably shouldn't be playing, and it, you're, you're yeah. you might be innocent, yeah. but guess what you, you you've got to you've got to go to court at some point. You've got to admit it. You, If you handed this person the gun, you you were an accomplice. You're an accessory to crime. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: That's still a damn crime.
0: Yeah. You got to live with this for the rest of your life. You're probably going to get away with it. But you someone was murdered because of you. So just, yep, Brandon Milner, you could say, oh, I didn't know what he was going to do. You gave him a gun. You gave him a gun. He shot a 23-year-old woman. She is dead. And you know what? Not just, so you're going to get your bag. You're going to get paid. But you're a terrible person in my book. And so is
2: your fan base that yeah. is making the right. memes and the shirts and the whatever.
0: And it's the University of Alabama. Funny. The University yeah, of Alabama Did not well. issue
2: a statement. The SEC actually had to issue the statement on behalf of the SEC and yeah. say that they're sorry that this happened. Like, there's just no thought in these people's brains. Like, there is a victim here in a family that is grieving. Like, how? Yeah. Show some sensitivity. It's so gross.
0: So, number one team overall they're they're in a week uh a week bracket as well it looks like their toughest game won't be till maybe the elite eight against Virginia uh unless you're you, you got anyone else West Chelsea do you have like any Marylands West Virginia San Diego states knocking them off
1: my brackets <laughs> are
2: pretty indefensible uh one of them I have Purdue winning it all just because by the time I had already kicked out everyone I hated in college football land there was only Purdue left and I was like all right fine.
0: Based on, I on mean, college football is a great thing to say. Well,
1: I think that's there's a good chance right college football. No, there's like, a good chance to get knocked they, off by Zona or Baylor. Like,
2: which teams do I like? Not but vibe with
0: West. That's, that's pretty much. That's Elite Eight. I, 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 I think it's Sweet. 16. I don't see them getting knocked off before that. You don't see Virginia winning. No, really, that lockdown defense. Tony Bennett, not the singer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see them winning it. Or I don't see them okay. beating Alabama
0: this year. And then I've got Chelsea saying she has Purdue winning it. Uh, I actually. Oh no! In have, one
2: of my brackets, in one of them.
0: Okay, I, I actually, I have Purdue you know, winning that. Do you? But they they have they're in the bracket with Memphis, Duke, and Tennessee. Yeah, and still, all right. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, now, mine, like, it, it's nonsensical, but I love my bracket. I think it is too funny.
0: <laughs> I, I will say the bottom part of that bracket. Uh, the whole Kentucky, oh. Kansas State, Michigan State, USC, Marquette. I think that is a weak half of a bracket, though. I think I don't think any yeah. of those teams can knock off Purdue. So it's, it's cool to see that Kansas State is a high seed. I don't know how Kentucky ended up a high seed. Marquette's been really good all year, but you don't trust them, really, because they're Marquette uh, with no yeah. Dwayne Wade. And then you've got Houston. This is Wes's favorite bracket, obviously, as you heard earlier. It's great Houston. In the same bracket as uh, Iowa, Auburn, Miami, who's been really good this year in Indiana. That's their top half of the bracket. You see them getting knocked off at all by any of those teams?
2: Oh, I have them losing Miami. to Iowa State.
0: I have them losing to Miami. You mean Iowa. You mean Iowa, not Iowa State.
2: No, Iowa State. I'm literally looking at it. Right.
0: Do you That's the bottom half of the bracket. Oh, no, so you have NBA. Iowa
1: State. So you have Iowa State winning that. Yeah, region? I'm
0: more confused at that. I think is what it is. Like I'm more okay. confused at how you had <laughs> Iowa State. I think I had them knocked out by Pitt. I think I have them I... losing to Pitt. To be honest, I have
1: <laughs> Miami winning that region.
0: Yeah, so, I, I
2: don't. So I did a round of like uh, college football risk, and uh-huh. as my brother might know. Iowa State was like so. When your team dies, you have you have the option to go join other teams, and so I yeah. did eventually join Iowa State's team, and they had the best memes, and I just I can't wait for their uh, March Madness memes. I'm
0: sure, there's going to okay. be some
2: good ones. I'll share them. With, I'll share them amongst the group. <laughs>
0: we're we're almost out of ta- time, and I wanted to hit the women's bracket really quick, and unfortunately, well, hold on. I'm giving.
1: Hold on uh, so I got it.
0: Kansas, UCLA. I'm there. I'm, I'm. I was gonna get to that, sir.
1: Okay.
0: I was just saying I. I'm mad that we're giving the women not enough time. Uh, so I guess we'll go five minutes yeah. longer here, so I can give the women their time. But yes, Wes, I was there right now. So the top half of this bracket is your good teams, the teams we're looking at: Kansas, Arkansas, Illinois, VCU, and oh, not VCU. pardon me, St. Mary's. I think Kansas dominates that whole half of the bracket. To be honest. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't see a team there. But then the, the like I was saying when we were earlier in the show, I think this is the weakest bracket. This is why I'm like, okay, UCLA is a two seed, but you guys put them in the weakest bracket. They don't play a tough team until you get mm-hmm. to Kansas because the four seed you've got UConn, then TCU, then Gonzaga, who I don't think is good this year, uh, Boise State, Northwestern, who I don't think is good this year, and then UCLA. So I actually have UCLA coming out of that bracket.
1: Yep, UCLA wins it. Well,
2: so, I have Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Islanders, <laughs> who just what? made their their way into the big dance.
0: <laughs> you just made me go all the way back up to the top of all the brackets because they're playing the number one overall seed, Alabama, which we're not going to get <laughs> into. We're done with that. Um, so anyway, so, so Wes, uh, who do you have overall winning your men's tournament bracket? Purdue. Purdue. Wow. So, brother Purdue. and sister Purdue. Chelsea told me too quickly that she had Purdue. So, oh, so I didn't get to ask I'm her. I'm going to have to change suspense. it
1: then.
2: Yeah, well, oh, so shit. I have I have, a, I have a couple brackets. Oh, one what? is Arizona,
0: and one is Purdue. But... Wow, that was so mean. Shots fired. <laughs> well, because I just don't was... want to pick the same team. Well, that, Here's the thing. That does make the... the, the uh winning the bracket challenge aspect difficult because if you had the same team winning and stuff goes awry then you don't have anything to rely on
1: uh, yeah. making a difference
0: yeah. i have ucla so that's I, I have already said in our production meeting in our chat i kind of feel like mine's kind of a homer a homer bracket yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but i do have ucla uh on the women's bracket really we got to go through this really quickly we're about out of time but I've got, I'm just going to be very clear. I've got South Carolina winning back-to-back championships.
2: Really? I just think was do. thinking about it. I was definitely considering it. And I'm not sure I'm going to do a little bit more research for my women's bracket because I think there's just so much going on and there's not enough visibility there that I actually do want to put together a fairly serious women's bracket mm-hmm. um, and actually um, go through and see if, you know, maybe Gardner-Webb is going to just take it all. Who knows? I got gosh, the nerds but-
1: winning it. Which two? ones? Stanford. 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 I was Stanford. like, "There's a lot
0: of there's a lot of nerds in this bracket, you dork." Uh, <laughs> a
1: lot
2: uh, of
0: them. Yeah, so so I've actually got Stanford getting beat, uh, or, or part of me getting beat by South Carolina in the uh, Final Four, but Final I, four, I do four. have them playing Iowa and Caitlin Clark, and I think Stanford versus Caitlin Clark is going to be an amazing game. I just don't yeah. think Caitlin Clark is enough to get it done against a, a, an entire team.
2: Yeah, that's that's always rough when there's like one player who's just you know just above everyone else. So yeah, and just is I don't I don't want to say like stuck with losers, but just like like the whole team just isn't brought up to like her level, and it's just yeah, yeah. She's probably not going to get the rings here, but you know maybe sign her over to the aces.
0: I will say my bracket for the women's tournament is mostly chalk. uh, To be to be fair um it usually is
1: it's usually a lot more chalk than the men's i was gonna
0: say that's why i did it is if you look back the women's racket typically goes fairly chalk but i do have virginia tech beating yukon which i'm super nervous about it has me super nervous wow Uh, one
1: year where it was like two regions were all chalk like even eight yes it was crazy yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's interesting. It's going to be fun. Um, in fact, next week, we will do uh, more of a focus on the tournament and where we were at, okay? So that way, we could really hyper-examine everything before we go into, I believe, the Sweet 16. And we will see where we were wrong, where we were right, who we doubted and we shouldn't have doubted. Uh, but please don't doubt that we will be back next week because it is coming. And we will see you all later don't we will be back
1: on the sad raider fan show
0: i'm gonna fix that i'm gonna fix that just stop making me miserable remember to follow us at the sad fan podcast network on youtube thanks so much have a great week bye